Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over when you should not add salt to your saltwater pool. And this is really a more of a cautionary thing than anything. And of course, it's something that if you're not familiar with saltwater pools, I think you will find these tips very helpful and applicable. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think in recent years, the saltwater generator, saltwater pool, saltwater systems, however you want to call them, have really exploded and there's a lot of saltwater systems in my area in Southern California, and I would say maybe 20 to 30% of all the pools you're going to land now have a saltwater generator. A lot of builders like putting them in to the pools because of the fact that it eliminates the need to go out and purchase chlorine in most cases. And so you're going to see more and more saltwater generators out there. There are, of course, more brands out there. There's some mergers like Fluidra buying CMP, and then you have course other manufacturers revamping their systems like Hayward and then Pentair and Jandy did a revamp about two or three years ago maybe three years ago is a better estimate so I think the saltwater generators are here to stay and there's something to be said about maintaining the salt level in the pool and when to add the salt to the pool and what indicators are there to say okay you need to bring the salt level up in the pool Now, a lot of these systems do have a salinity reader built in or a salt level reader in the system. So like the Pentair iClor has that. It'll give you the salinity reading of the system. The Pentair Aquarite has always had the salinity reading. JD kind of moved away from that with the True Clear, which I have on my pool. So there's no salinity reading on the True Clear. Not sure the reasoning behind it. I think the salinity reading comes in handy, but they didn't have it on their system there. Although the Pentair Telechlor does not have a salinity reading or salinity function on the cell, if you have it connected to you know a Pentair automated system, it'll give you the salinity reading on the system. So there's ways to find out the salinity based on the system itself, either on the power unit of the salt cell, on the cell itself, like in the iClor, or through the automated system. However, there are some things that happen that give a false salt reading on those systems. The first thing that's going to give you false salt reading is the fact that the salt cell is actually dying or going bad is at the end of its lifespan. And this is really common on the Hayward Aquarite salt cells. When they start to go bad after three or four years, you're going to get a low salt reading on the power unit all the time or in the Hayward um, automated system is going to give you a low salt indicator. And the first thing, of course, you're going to think is I'm going to add more salt and that'll get the system working again. 
However, you'll add more salt. It'll work maybe for a couple of weeks and then it's going to show low salt again. And then you'll add more salt to that. And the reason why I bring this example up is that I took over a pool that had a Hayward Aquarite system on it. And the salt level was about 6,500 parts per million because the previous pool um, care company was just adding bags of salt. The first indicator that there was a problem was that when I went back to the equipment area, there was like two or three bags of salt back there. And I also noticed that the Hayward Aquarite control panel was saying low salt. So when I put my digital meter in there, and by the way, I think if you before you add salt to the pool, you need to have a good digital meter separate from the system. Many companies make a good salinity meter. You have Okaton, you have Lamotte, you have um, Hawk that makes a really good salt salinity reader. And some of these also do TDS and temperature, and they'll compensate for the temperature to give you an accurate salinity reading. I wouldn't rely so much on the salt test strips. I would rather you invest, you know, 60 or 80 bucks in a digital salinity meter. You can buy even cheaper ones for like $30, and they probably are effective. You're just going to read the salt level in the pool. And this is important because they'll give you an accurate salt reading above and beyond whatever the panel is saying with the system. So back to this pool with the the, uh, Hayward Aquarite that was at 6,500 parts per million. When I dipped my meter in there, it gave me the reading. And I kind of put two and two together. I figured that the cell was going bad. It looked like a pretty old cell just by looking at the label and how aged it looked. And the other company was just adding a bag of salt every month because that's the only way to keep it operating and producing is adding more and more salt to it. Problem is, once it gets over about 5,000 parts per million, the salt becomes very corrosive to a lot of parts of the pool. It becomes, you know, corrosive even to the decking in some cases I've heard. So you don't want to add that much salt. And besides that, once you change the salt cell, you're going to get a high salt reading, which is what happened here. When I put the new salt cell in, um, the indicator was high salt, and so the new salt cell wasn't even working because the salt level was too high. The solution is to drain half the water out of the pool, bring it down to 3,500 parts per million, and then go from there. And so the big takeaway here is you can't trust the salinity or salt level on the indicator of the salt cell itself, the panel, the automated system, because there's factors like that. Also, when the salt cell gets dirty, especially with the Pentair ones, you're going to get a low salt reading also. So I suggest besides checking with the digital meter, and if you check it, it's not matching. Let's say the digital meter says the salt level is 3,400, but your Pentair cell is saying it's at 2,800. Definitely take that cell off. Give it an acid soaking. Follow the manufacturer directions on cleaning the salt cell. Each one's a little bit different. And I have several videos on cleaning different manufacturer salt cells. And I would say that if you clean it and, of course, the salt level goes back up, you just saved yourself from making a mistake of adding salt to the pool when the salt level was fine. So again, use a digital meter to check the salt to make sure the level is correct. Second, you want to make sure the salt cell, the age of the cell hasn't aged out. And third, you want to give that salt cell cleaning. And sometimes with the Hayward Aquarite cells, just giving the old cell a cleaning really helps and it actually will give you the ac- the accurate reading. Sometimes the salt reading takes a while to readjust. So don't think that, okay, I cleaned the salt cell, the reading is still showing me 
uh, you know, a low salt, just wait a day or to the next service visit because sometimes the systems take two or three hours to reset. You can reset the Hayward Aquarite by going through a few button pushes on the menu, but I kind of just let everything ride it out and reset itself on its own. So the salinity reading is not going to be corrected immediately in a lot of cases. So don't think that, okay, I did this, it didn't fix it. Wait a day or wait a week when you get back to that pool and then check again. And you may be surprised that everything is working fine and the salt level is reading correctly. Another thing that you don't want to do is adding salt to the pool with a non-functioning saltwater system. And this is something that's very common. A lot of homeowners will have a saltwater system. They'll kind of let it die and not replace the cell. And then maybe a pool company will take over the account and thinking that it needs salt in there or they need to charge the salt up to get the system working. This is probably something that happens a lot. And if the salt system is not functioning, adding salt to the pool without, of course, checking it or making sure that the system is going to actually generate the chlorine is a bad idea because you're just adding more salt to the pool, which kind of converts into TDS, making the pool harder to maintain if it's not operating and generating chlorine. So make sure the salt system is, in fact, working. And I would advise never adding salt to a pool with a non-functioning salt cell. So replace the salt cell first. Get everything running and then seeing see what the you know the control panel says about the salt level and then you go from that point because you may have a problem with the control panel too especially if the salt system has been working in years or months definitely the salt cell may be bad and the control unit may be bad itself so don't add salt to a pool with a with a non-functioning salt water generator and i always say that when a pool is built a lot of people want to get their salt water system working right away. A lot of builders will charge up the salt like within a week or two of having the pool built. I say this is a bad idea for several reasons. Number one, I don't think you really want to add the salt to the pool while the plaster is curing. Pebble Tech may not have the same effect, so you can probably add it earlier than you would for a plaster pool. But I've seen plaster pools where the salt was added within two weeks of the pool build and the plaster is discolored and damaged from the salt being put in there too early. And I think the number one reason why you want to leave the salt system off, and I advise leaving it off for 90 days. I know that's a long time, but you can go with liquid chlorine. You can even put a floater with some tablets in there. In fact, the cyanuric acid, that may be a good way to add the cyanuric acid to a saltwater pool, having it come out of the tablets versus adding the cyanuric acid in there. And then keeping no salt in the pool and keeping the system off for 90 days. And the reason that I think that this is important is because in a new plaster pool, and in some cases a Pebble Tech pool, the pH is always rising in there because there's a high acid demand. And this is because of the plaster mix. So for a regular plaster pool, definitely you're going to have a high acid demand in there, which means that you're going to be adding a lot of muriatic acid to the pool and with the saltwater generator working in conjunction with the fact that there's a high acid demand already from the pool surface or the pool curing process, I should say, then you have the saltwater generator raising the pH. You have the pH being raised by the fact that the plaster is curing, causing for more acid demand. Those two hand in hand will make the pH pretty much unbalanceable. So you're not going to be able to bring it down below 8.2. And so that's another reason why you want to leave the saltwater generator off 
for at least 90 days while you're trying to balance the pH and alkalinity in the pool. And then the flip side, of course, is that you can stain the plaster by adding the salt too soon. I've seen this happen. And I think just for to be cautious, if you have a saltwater pool and you're a homeowner or you you have one on your pool route, just tell the customer that you're going to leave it off and turn it on. You know, if you can go two months at least, that would be ideal. And definitely don't put the salt in right away where the plaster is curing. There's really no rush to get it working, in my opinion. And you know, using liquid chlorine and tablets in some cases is not a bad way to start the pool. And you eliminate the high pH that's caused by a saltwater generator, allowing you to balance the pool a lot easier during the first two months or three months while you're trying to get that pool, you know, the chemicals in range, and especially the pH and alkalinity, which is hard to do in a lot of cases with the saltwater generator operating, especially if there's water features and other things that are causing the pH to go up in that pool. And keep in mind that the only salt you want to add to the pool is pool salt. The bags will be clearly marked. You can get Morton pool salt. You can get all different brands of pool salt. Clorox makes a pool salt. I don't recommend the Clorox brand pool salt mainly because they add an additive in there that's a declumper. And if you look at the reviews on walmart.com and Amazon, you're going to see that sometimes they put too much of the declumping agent in there, and that leaves a yellowish-brown stain on the pool surface, which I've had happen to me with a customer buying the Clorox salt. I would add it to the pool for them, and then I'd come back to this kind of weird stain. Now, the stain can come off. I use a product called Biodex Aquadex 50. Again, that's Biodex Aquadex 50, and to me, this is the best stain remover out there, and it definitely removes that additive out of the plaster. So if you did add Clorox salt, and there is a stain in there, like a brown-yellow stain or a brownish stain, get a bottle of this, a quart of it, add it directly over the stain, leave the pool off for, you know, I think five hours or six hours, and then run the pool continuously or as much as you can for two or three weeks after that. And I can pretty much guarantee you that stain will lift out of there using that product. All salt is not created equal, and you can't just put regular salt in there or kind of water softener salt. It's got to be the pool salt that has less impurities in it than like your water softener salt. So to keep that in mind, that it has to say pool salt on the bag. And I would probably avoid the Clorox salt for the reason of the additive and the bad experience that I've had with it. And the last one probably should go without saying. However, if you have one of those sunshades on your car, it says in there in pretty good print, do not drive with this sunshade on the car because, of course, someone did and they got into an accident. And so all the manufacturers put that do not drive with the sunshade on the car windshield. And the same thing with a saltwater pool. Don't add salt to a pool unless there's a saltwater generator attached to it. This may sound really like a duh thing, but I've received emails from people and of course comments on YouTube from people that are like, hey, can I just add salt to my pool and make it a saltwater pool? It sounds logical kind of, but it's also illogical because you need the saltwater generator for that to actually happen. And maybe people think just adding salt to the pool will make it a salt pool, which it will, but it's not going to generate any chlorine. I'll just make it a salt water pool, basically. So don't add salt to a pool unless, of course, it has a salt water generator, salt water system, a chlorine generator, however they want to phrase it when you buy it. It's got to be that product for you to make 
to convert that salt into chlorine. Otherwise, it's not going to be effective and you're just adding salt to the water. And I think also the time of year to add salt is not in the winter time because the salt water generator is not really working when the water temperature is below 60 degrees. And so there's no reason to recharge your system. If you're getting a low salt reading on your system and it's December or January, I wouldn't bother, even if you check the water and it's showing true low salt, I wouldn't bother with adding salt in the winter time because the generator is not even working. And besides that, there's no way to know if the salt water generator is actually going to be functioning the next season because, you know, the water is too cold for it to work. So I would wait until the spring or the beginning of summer and then get the generator on and working and then check the salt level and then add the appropriate amount of salt to the pool if you need it at that time to get it to the level. I would refer to the owner's manual because each salt water system is a little bit different in how much salt is going to need to generate. You have some that say 3,100 parts per million, some say 3,500, some go as high as 3,800 parts per million. Definitely check your manual or go online and Google your salt system to see what the ideal salt level is. You don't want to add too much and you can't have too little, otherwise it's not going to work and you're going to get that low salt indicator on most systems. And so these are something that once you have a salt water pool, you're going to know these kind of things. But I think it's good for me to tell you not to add it in the winter not to add it when a pool is just built. And of course, always check your salt level with a digital salinity meter or salt meter so that you can get the inaccurate reading outside of any kind of panel or control panel that may be on the salt system itself. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded on salt water generators, which I have several on there, just go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to the podcast site where I have other episodes. Just type in salt pool, salt water generator in the search box, and I'll bring up other episodes that I recorded, and you can listen to those. If you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.